When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 5.41 with Stephen McIver here till Tuesday. You can ring us on the Makita NZ phone line, uh, 0800 If anything we've been talking about, particularly with our Teamless Tuesday, thanks to Kennard's Hire, uh, about how your favourite sporting moment or individual could be part of our starting five. And remember, Makita rule the outdoors. It's time to talk the UFC and none better than talk to the UFC on Sky host, Ravinda Hunia, who joins us right now. Hey, Ravi. Kia ora, Stephen. How are you? Uh, not back at the gym, so don't don't judge me yet, okay? <laughs> I'm actually on my way there. I pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. So what, are you going to spar tonight? Uh, probably not. Wednesday nights are sparring. Tonight will just be a training session. All right. Let's talk uh, your fave, <laughs> the UFC. Francis Ngannou, where does he go? PFL, boxing, what do you see him doing? Well, by the sounds of things, the murmurs are that he will be moving over to the PFL. And when you look at the PFL's heavyweight division, it's a you know a pretty good fit for him. Um, a couple of other UFC, former UFC heavyweights have moved over here, one of them being a former heavyweight champion, Fabrizio Verdun. So, I mean, there's space there for him to go, and Lord knows the PFL could do with a little bit more promotion, and who none better than Francis Ngannou to help you know, raise their um, stocks a little bit. But as you mentioned, boxing was the other option. He wanted to face the likes of Deontay Wilder, um, Tyson Fury. So he has those options as well. I'm not quite sure if he'll pursue them, though. I thought he wanted to do that with the UFC yeah, alongside him. Yeah, I, I, I think boxing, when you mention those two names, would be would be great because the PFL is all about sort of winner-takes-all, right? Or or does he sign a guaranteed contract and, and that sort of winner-take-all doesn't really come into it? Yeah, the PFL runs a little bit differently to the UFC, obviously, where you can be in that tournament-type situation or have, you know, a how-many-fight contract. And if he was to go in for, you know, that tournament factor, that means he would be working towards that million dollars or however however big the prize pool may be. Or he signs a um, multi-fight contract like he would in the UFC. How long that would be um, would be yet to be seen. But, um, yeah, I I like the sounds of the boxing thing, though. I'd, I'd... I'd really want to get up to watch him have yeah, this fight. Yeah, me too. Are you excited about the return of John Jones in this fight against Cyril Garn? I am. And you know what? So the return of John Jones, um, you know, and, and that fight was kind of announced before um, the Nganu, um one did. And then as soon as that was made, I was like, uh-oh, Francis Ngannou must be getting cut loose. And there were already a bit of rumours going on Twitter about that. But, yeah, it's exciting, you know. Um, it's exciting because, you know, on the sports side of things, John Jones is one of the best that there ever was. Um, he's been gone for a long time. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where he sits in a new division. You know, may I add, he hasn't fought in the heavyweight division. He's been a light heavyweight historically. But I think the thing that, you know, a lot of fans and people do have in the back of their minds is, you know, all that trouble that he's been in outside of the octagon. And, um, you know, does this serve the UFC well to bring someone in with that history, with that, you know, criminal history, to, to be fair? Um, and what does that do for the promotion? What sort of fight does it become? What do you see against Cyril Garn? What does John Jones bring to heavyweights that sees him win, potentially? 
Well, if you're going off historical fights, um, which is actually quite hard to do because we just don't know what kind of shape John Jones is in. We don't know how mobile he is. If he's put on all this weight, he may be less mobile than than he once was. But um, going off what Cyril Garn has brought in his last few fights, which has been very, very impressive, he's very mobile. I think one quote I heard said that he has, you know, the mobility of a middleweight fighter, which is very dangerous when you think about who's in that top um, five of the middleweight division who stand and bang and have really heavy hands. John Jones comes as the full package, though. He does have the wrestling. He does have the striking. He knows how to work his distance. You know, a lot like when we see Israel Adesanya work his distance and, and work that well and get out of sticky situations. So he has that. But does he still have that is the big question. Yeah, I know you've got the inside all on Israel, Izzy, because you're mates and you've chatted to him a number of times. When, when do you think we see <laughs> when, Come on. You, it's okay. You're allowed that. You're allowed that. Uh, when do we see Izzy next? I think this year, sometime, for sure. Um, and I think it will be against um, Alex Pereira again. Um, he's put up a few posts kind of alluding to, you know, wanting that fight run back. Dana White has made no secret of saying that that's a rematch that would totally be on the books for the, for the middleweight mm. uh, division. And um, I think Israel Desonia being the champion for, what, three years deserves that rematch. Um, be very interesting to see how that fight is approached this time because it's not like Izzy walked into that cage and the fight was over immediately. Israel was, you know, pretty much dominating that fight from start to finish and got caught at the end um, when Alex Pereira, you know, really stood up in that last round. So to, uh, that's a fight I, I would definitely yeah. want to see again, but it's definitely going to happen, I, I would say, within probably the first six months of this year. I, I know it's well done, but I still can't believe that he went in and didn't, he, he sort of played the, the wrestle game. He, he wanted to wrestle more, which we are so unused to, and he did dominate, but got caught by maybe someone just better at the time. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it was a huge occasion. It was Madison Square Garden. There was a lot to prove. They you were there. came into that fight with so much history. I was there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great night. It was, it was absolutely electric over there, you know. So uh, to be there as a spectator and as part of the media was one thing you could feel. You could feel it. In, in my position, let alone being the one walking out as the main event against someone that you've had all this, these years of history with and the expectation being so high. And, you know, the doubters were there, of course, in full force because, of course, Izzy had lost the last two previous fights against Alex Pereira. So, yeah, it was well, an interesting We've one. been talking about favourite sporting moments. Would that be one of your favourite sporting moments? Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, not taking anything away from the card and, um, you know, and, and the performances that happened on the night, but just being in a place like Madison Square Garden was that experience. You know, you're in the stadium. It's so full of history. And I actually expected walking into that place and thinking it was like this big kingdom of sport and history and pictures and whatever. It's not as not as big as I thought it would be. So <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, this is actually quite, quite humble. Yeah. But it was just so nice to walk through there and know that you're walking through a, a big, you know, massive piece of sporting history. Hey, we've got a UFC Brazil this weekend. There are two belts on the line. There's Glover to share against mm. Jamal Hill for that light heavyweight belt. Who wins and why? Oh, look, it's, this is a tough one because I never thought that it would be a fight that would happen. Um, well, for Jamal Hill so quickly, I, I thought, you know, whoever won that fight, um, that last fight, Jan Blahovic won... I thought whoever won that main event would be coming on to this one once um, Yuri Prohaska, you know, uh, got injured and stepped away. But uh, for Glover Teixeira to get this fight in general in his home 
um, city in Rio de Janeiro um, in front of his home crowd against a fighter like Jamal Hill, who's only been in the UFC for two years. I'm surprised that this is the fight um, for this title. In in my mind, in theory, Glover Teixeira does come with the experience. He um, is obviously a, a jiu-jitsu you know, wizard, but he also has stand-up, and he showed that against um, Yuri despite losing that fight. Uh, that title fight where he lost the title. Jamal Hill, though, he's on a tear. I mean, he's been in the UFC for, for two years, but he's only had one loss, and he's been fighting big, big names, and he's got massive knockout power. So it'll be interesting to see if that fight stays on the feet. This gives, you know, Hill probably more of a chance, but um, if Glover Teixeira can stick to a game plan and be quite clever, then I think he's got it. And we've seen what he's like with game plans as well. He's one of the head coaches for Alex Pereira, who obviously beat Israel Desonia. So the ring craft is definitely there for him as well. There is a flyweight belt on the line, and our very own Kai Kara France will be watching this one very closely. The fights between Devison Figueredo and Brandon Moreno. These guys, they know each other too well. Uh, is this... Is this one you can't pick or you have a have a fave? You know what? I'm going to be in a bit of a wet blanket on this. It's one <laughs> I don't want to pick. I don't want to see this fight again, to be honest. Oh. Four times, the same two fighting for the time. I mean, the division <laughs> has so many, you know, talented flyweights who could easily step into these positions. But these two are just fighting each other over and over again. I just, I don't get why you would make... A fourth. I mean, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes in terms of um, do they just have, you know, an endless amount of rematches on their contracts? I don't know. But, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I'm just a little bit over this matchup. But, you know, I am a big Brandon Moreno fan. And obviously, I, you know, couldn't and didn't want to watch that fight against him in Kaikata, France, because I think that they fight, you know, so similarly. Um, But, yeah, I'm just... I'm hoping that Brandon Moreno holds on to the title and then if Kaikata France, when he comes back from his injury, can work his way back up and they can get that rematch. All righty, your husband, boss, is, uh, does loves jiu-jitsu. Do you think he'll ever get into the ring just casually and have a crack? Just casually, I mean, you oh, know. Or he has. I don't think you'll get into... I don't think... Yeah, he's been in the ring before, in the octagon before, but I don't think you'll get into the octagon again, but uh, he'll definitely be on the mat. What's, um, what's he like in the ring? Know, is, a, is, it, is it a different story going from the mat to the ring for him? Oh, definitely. It's well if he goes into the octagon or, or a ring, it's you know it's MMA. It's a lot of stand up and, and that sort of thing. And he's he's over it. I might be doing the boxing, but he he can't stand it. He won't hold pads for me or anything. He's he's all about <laughs> well, the ground. Hey, mate, hey, I've held pads for you, and you've got a, a hell of a left hook. So uh, <laughs> and are you you're going to have one more go, aren't you? You're going to get in the ring one more time, aren't you, for the gym at the box office? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm keen to get back in. Um, I've sat on the fence all of last year. I had my own um, yeah. health things going on last year, but I'm, I'm keen to get back in there, yeah, for sure. All right, well, when you go to the gym, because your session starts in about eight minutes' time, if you see Kurt, the boss, tell him I haven't forgotten, just a little busy right now, but I will return, okay? <laughs> we'll hold that to ransom now. Yeah, good girl. Hey, thanks for your time, Ravi, as always. Look after yourself. Kakite Yeah, kakite. 5.52, Ravinda Hunia, one of the nicest women to work with going around, loves her MMA. And you are nodding, saying, yeah, I don't want to see that that Moreno-Figueredo fight again. Never agreed with a point so much in my life before. Absolutely fantastic, Rav.